Welcome back to Living Lean. This is your host, as always, Jeremiah Bear. Today, we're talking 2019 in review, my year, what I learned, all the insane growth that happened. Truly, 2019 has been the craziest year of my life. And I'm just in awe of how much change has happened, how much I've grown. Now, I want to start this podcast by saying I am the most average person you know. Truly, if I can create the amount of change that I created in my life in one year, you can do so much more. You're capable of so much more. You can do as much, if not much, much more in a year than I have. So again, I just want to talk about 2019. Hopefully this inspires you, motivates you to make 2020 a year of drastic change for you. So all the crazy changes I created in my life in 2019 really started mid-December of 2018 when I decided to invest in a mentor. Now, this was a very scary investment for me. I had just gone all in on my online business, so I had quit the gym that I was working at to go entirely online. I wasn't able to take any of my clients from the gym with me, so I started out in a very tight spot. And the investment I made in this mentor was literally his monthly rate, what I had to pay him monthly, what I do pay him monthly, was at the time over half of my total income per month. It was it was scary to say the least. But the idea here was I knew I had to put myself in the position where I would force myself to act. Like I knew that literally that month, if I didn't act, 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 take endless action, I literally wouldn't be able to pay him the next month, which was pretty scary. So I put myself in a situation to start 2019 where I had, I was literally forced to act. I had no other option. And again, this led to an insane amount of growth. And really, that's been such a strong theme for me over the last couple years, over the last two years especially. But like understanding how important it is to put yourself in situations where you bypass willpower. Like the thing so many of us, I know at least me personally, for the longest time, I just thought, like, damn it, I am just not motivated enough to get the things that I want to accomplish what I want with my body, with my relationships, with my business. Like someday though, someday I'm gonna be that motivated dude. Like that's bullshit. That's never gonna happen for any of us. You don't get more motivated. The thing that I've learned from these last few years and this last year especially, being around tons of people that I looked up to, people that I put on a pedestal, like we think they're these superhumans that have insane willpower motivation, but they're not. Like all these people just have accountability and they're really good at putting themselves in situations that force them to act. Like being a coach, and I know lots of coaches listen to this, so like all the coaches, all those people that you put, like, and obviously we respect them so much, but all those people that you look up to, whether they built a great coaching business or they're in great shape, they're not different than you. Like they don't have an insane amount of motivation or like a crazier amount of hustle than you. They've just put themselves in situations like this where they have someone holding them accountable and they literally force themselves to act. They make it more painful to not act than to act. The pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of changing. 
And that's how you become the person you want. Again, it's not like, it's not motivational videos and all that shit. Like put yourself in situations that force you to act. And like, really, that's why investing in a coach is such a powerful thing. Like for me, it was like insane thing. Like I can't emphasize it enough. Just look at ways to, instead of looking to get more motivated, looking to or planning next time to like, okay, next time that situation comes up, next time I'm faced with that decision, I'm gonna have more willpower and act towards the person I wanna be. Don't do that. Look at ways you can affect your external environment instead of the internal. So like, what can I do to force myself to act? It's little things like in the morning if you can't wake up, don't just like keep leaving your phone alarm by your bed and tell yourself like, okay, next time I'm just gonna shut it off and I won't hit snooze, I'll get right out of bed. No, like put that shit across the room Force yourself to get up. I know it's the it's the same idea there. Force yourself to act. So that's what I did. And I knew this was really gonna force me out of my shell. To become the voice I am becoming in the fitness industry now, to start on the journey of who I wanted to become, I knew I had to get uncomfortable. I knew I had to get myself out there more, be seen amongst other coaches more, not just in the small town of Lincoln, Nebraska, which is where I used to live. So the year started with us setting 90 day outcomes. This is something that I do in my mentorship and something that I do with some of my clients and all the coaches that I mentor. We set goals for four areas of your life, your body, your mind, your relationships, and your business. These again are 90 day outcomes. So we're setting what do you want to accomplish in each of these four pillars of your life over the next 90 days. Then we reverse engineer from there. Okay, so to achieve this goal, we have an outcome that's great, but we need to focus on the process. And this is applicable across anything coaching, like any coaches is listening to this. If you have your clients just set outcome goals, that's not going to do shit for them. We need to say, okay, here's where I want to be. Now let's reverse engineer that into what the process needs to look like daily and weekly to accomplish that. What boxes you need to check daily and weekly. And then that's great if we get to the outcome goals, but we know inevitably, inevitably that if you just hit your process goals, if you check these boxes daily and weekly, you'll achieve what you want. But if we just say, okay, I want to lose fat or I want to lose 20 pounds, but we don't plan, we don't reverse engineer back past that, then you're not going to achieve these things. And that's the mistake so many people make. They focus on the outcome that they want instead of the process. So taking it back to 90 day outcomes. But again, that's a good glimpse into like coaching, focus on the processes, the outcomes you want will come as a result of that. But for 90 day outcomes, again, we set process focus goals for your body, your mindset, relationships, and business. One of the biggest things for me personally that I wanted to focus on was one, getting in the best shape of my life, which for me, until the last couple of years, I've always loved training, I've always loved nutrition, but there was a time where I had almost fallen out of love with training and nutrition. I got to the point where I didn't really feel like I was practicing what I was preaching as a coach not a good feeling at all. And I can tell you getting in the best shape of my life has increased my confidence exponentially. Feeling, knowing that you're not letting yourself down, knowing that you're practicing what you're preaching is the best feeling 
in the world. One of my clients actually today, I get it, it's hard to talk about this, especially as a coach, but we all go through periods where we fall off the wagon, we all have trouble motivating ourselves again, which is why it's such a dumb idea to rely on motivation. One of my clients actually just made a post about this. Shout out my client, Andrea. She is an amazing coach herself. She has all the knowledge in the world. We started coaching because she was going through a time where she just wasn't as consistent as she needed to be. But now, like, she has, and I'm going to share this on my story today. This is actually Monday, so as you're listening to this, this should be up. She's shredded. She has abs. She looks great. But she talked about the same thing. Like, knowledge without consistency and without accountability gets you nowhere. Anyways, a goal was to get in the best shape of my life. That was with one of my first, with my first round of 90 outcomes. Get shredded. And I was gonna force myself to do this by actually booking a photo shoot three months from the day that I set my, my 90 day outcomes. My goal by then was to actually, as weird as it sounds, have a certain amount of visible veins in my abs. I just wanted a way to me measure it because again, when we're setting goals, we need to look at like, okay, how do you measure this so we know exactly when you've achieved X? Like just saying, I wanna lose fat, I wanna feel great, isn't enough. We need to get very specific so you can get very specific with the process and know exactly when or if you've been successful. So I did a photo shoot in March. Going into it, honestly, I was nervous as hell. And that's another reason I wanted to do it. I wanted to push myself this year to get as uncomfortable as possible because that's where we grow. And for me personally, I've in the past, I've been a very shy, uh, very introverted person. I'm not an introvert anymore. I don't call myself an introvert because I think one of the worst things you can do, like language is so damn powerful. How we talk about ourselves is so damn powerful. But that used to be something that I struggled with. So like literally until three years ago, I wasn't even capable of having a conversation with a person except for my maybe four years ago now whatever 2016 my girlfriend and my family and that's something that i've worked very very hard on over the last few years getting uncomfortable crazy important the photo shoot was something that's very uncomfortable for me at the time like in december when i booked it i remember being like oh my gosh like i can't even imagine it's like it was the most terrifying thing to me but doing that like i just did another photo shoot recently it was easy. It was so much more comfortable. That's like, as you push yourself to grow, as you do all these things that like honestly make you feel a little sick sometimes, like they're <laughs> scary shit is the best thing you can do. And like forcing yourself to act, you grow from that. Your comfort zone expands so much, just like with the photo shoot. Another thing that really helped me grow over the course of the year was actually going to conferences where I really surrounded myself with like-minded people. So this started in February, I went to the collective, as we call it, which again is my mentorship circle, kind of a meetup. Now, at the time, I was literally terrified to go to this conference in February again. I literally thought they were gonna laugh me out of the room, like I had no place at that table. I grew so much from being there in February understanding that, which like it was crazy. It was, I believe there were 12 other coaches there and my mentor, all people that I looked up to tremendously. And again, I thought I had no place at the table. I learned there so like how alike we all are. I was truly shocked. Like everybody in that room in February had all the exact same stories, 
was telling themselves all the same bullshit in their heads as I was. And we were all struggling, struggling with the same fears and insecurities. That's something that I always love to share with my clients. Also, like, we're not, none of us are different. We all struggle with the same shit. We all don't feel good enough. And I truly think like the more we can put that out there and the more people can just understand that, the more we'll all be able to act and live happier, fuller, more fulfilling lives. Because that's the biggest thing that prevents action and prevents us from becoming who we want to. We're afraid that other people will judge us, that we'll fail, that we're not smart enough, that we're not good enough. It's all just a bullshit story. And understand that everyone feels like that. The most successful people, the people you want to be like that, or the people you want to be like, they feel that way too. They just find ways to still force themselves to act, which again is why putting yourself in situations where <laughs> your hand is forced is the best possible thing you can do to become the person that you want to be. Now, another one of my goals for the course of the year and in every 90 day outcomes, I also set some, something specific to focus on this was to work through first calling myself an introvert, introverted person and really be able to clearly articulate my message and empower and help as many people as possible. Because truly at the start of this year, I was terrified to amongst other coaches, which is crazy because now probably 60% of my business is other coaches that I coach. But at the start of the year, I truly felt like if I tried to at all coach other coaches or put myself out there as an authority, I was going to be like metaphorically if we're talking about Instagram, but basically just laughed out of the room. Like he didn't deserve to be there. Now, again, that was all a story that I was telling myself in the head, in my head. My clients had crushed it before then. I know a shit ton about nutrition, training, and the art of coaching, and obviously even more so now with all these coaches that have coached, again, that have been so crazy successful, but I was terrified to do this at the start of the year. I knew that was something that I needed to work through. So one of my first 90 day outcomes for that area of my life was, and again, just basically be able to articulate myself all together as a whole much better than I could in the past and move through feeling like scared to speak my mind or scared to just speak in front of people in general. So I started out every week for 12 weeks, I did an Instagram live, <laughs> an Instagram live Q and A, which is one thing to like sit back and type uh, like type in Instagram caption. It's a whole nother thing entirely to like on my video as questions are coming, answer questions. Not that the knowledge isn't there in either regard for most people, but shit is just so much scarier answering live, which again, like is exactly why I knew I needed to do it. And I remember at the start of the year when I set that outcome, okay, every week for the next 90 days, I'm going to do an Instagram live Q and A, I was terrified again, just like we talked about before. Like I was like, man, I have no idea how I'm gonna do this. I am dreading this. But again, like by the end of it, it was easy. Pushing your comfort zone is the most powerful thing. And then again, my next day day outcomes, I knew I had to up Annie because doing Instagram lives wasn't hard for me anymore. So that is when I started doing improv which is improv was honestly the most interesting, but like, again, such a scary thing. I did 10 weeks of improv. I actually took an improv class. So improv comedy, for those of you that don't know, it's basically that like you come out and on the spot, 
There might be somebody that gives you a cue in the audience in the case of the live show or our instructor in the case of our classes, but basically just on the spot, you're making up this whole story that's supposed to be funny. You and these other people are just like making things up on the fly and it's supposed to turn into comedy. So like the show, Whose Line Is It Anyways? If you haven't seen that, you're missing out. It's such a funny show, but basically what they do there. So I did an improv class, led, us, led up to us actually doing a live improv show, which was again, a very scary, but also a situation that forced me to grow so much, to be able to articulate myself so much more clearly and just be able to speak more confidently. And I'm so glad that I did it now, but same thing as I talked about before, like at the start of that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is terrifying. How am I gonna actually do this? And then finally, to finish out my year of 90 day outcomes in the regard of becoming a more confident speaker, I started the best fitness podcast on air. And I also just started attending a shit ton of conferences, being just being amongst other coaches. But just like everything else we talked about, the podcast, which we're listening to right now, for me at the start was the scariest thing. What well, I started this podcast in October, November, I think November. I started this podcast in November. I remember talking to my mentor about potentially doing a podcast in April and thinking, yeah, that's something I'll do like three years down the road. I just don't think I have the confidence or the capability to do it right now. Like there's no way I'll do that anytime soon. But a few months later, here we are. And I love podcasting now. Like it's amazing. Like you get to interview some of the smartest people in fitness. I get to help so many more people. Like people actually listen to this and take so much applicable knowledge to their own training, nutrition, and even mindset from this. Like it's such a good platform. It's dope. And I love doing it now, but none of this would have happened. And the point of this whole podcast is none of this would have happened if I didn't first get uncomfortable put myself in a situation that forced me to act. Um, I did Muay Thai, which was also another very, very uncomfortable thing for me. So after getting ready for the photo shoots, after a phase of just basically focusing on staying lean and building muscle, actually my next push to get uncomfortable was actually doing martial arts, which was again, something that's very uncomfortable for me. And that's more in the body realm of things, but also helps with mindset. like. And one of my biggest beliefs about fitness is that we always need to push ourselves to being uncomfortable because as we keep getting uncomfortable, just like, again, just like the whole theme of this podcast, uncomfortable equals growth. And that's true in your fitness also. Like that's why it's so important to do hard shit. Like I always use the assault bike when I talk about this as an example, because the assault bike sucks. Nothing hurts. Like your body literally just hurts after the assault bike. There's no other way to explain it. It's so damn painful. But also knowing that you're not the type of person that gives up, you don't quit on yourself, you push through pain because basically being, proving to yourself that you're the type of person that prioritizes long-term fulfillment over short-term pleasure or happiness, which is usually associated with just quitting, making those hard decisions, forcing yourself to follow through, like proving that to yourself over and over again that you're that type of person and you're okay getting comfortable, you're, you'll persevere so much or you'll persevere no matter what, does so much 
for your confidence. That's crazy important. And I think it's very important that we can constantly, now I'm not at all saying run yourself into the ground, but that you do hard shit, like stupid hard stuff, at least once a week, just to prove to yourself that you can. Prove to yourself that you are the type of person that you push yourself. And it really, it builds so much self-respect. Now, another massive development and another moment of getting very, very uncomfortable for me was actually moving towards the end of August, moving from Lincoln, Nebraska to Scottsdale, Arizona, which for the longest time, my goal was, okay, I'm gonna build my online business, I'm gonna move somewhere dope, I'm gonna be able to support myself entirely from online coaching. That's literally been my goal for like, probably four years, four to five years. But for the longest time, I just didn't do shit about it. Like it was my goal, but I didn't act. Like maybe once every three weeks, I would work on my website for like half an hour and that's it. But I finally started putting myself in situations and this started before before um, 2019, but I put myself in situations again where I just had to build my online business and it finally happened. Like this was the year, like I finally made that shit happen. To me, it was, such a rewarding feeling again like doing shit like that like saying you'll do something and then following through nothing builds self-respect nothing builds confidence for yourself like that now coming back from nebraska i love nebraska so much my family is there but it is cold as hell there right now they're having crazy blizzards and i am so glad that i am in scottsdale where it's warm it's beautiful i love it here and again having achieved that goal was such a powerful feeling. So the point of this whole podcast is you are capable of so much more than you think. That person you wanna become, that lean, strong, confident person, whatever it may be with your fitness, with your business, with your relationships, whoever you want to be, you can absolutely become that person. But it's essential that you don't think of that person as a different version of you a couple of years down the road from now when somehow you magically have more willpower, more motivation, and you just always feel like that. Because if you take that approach to it, it'll never happen. Think about the person you wanna be, think about how they act, and then put yourself in situations right now, find a way to put yourself in situations where you'll have accountability, you'll be consistent, and you will force your hand, force yourself to act because that's the only way to become the person that you wanna be. And with that, I don't really have anything else more to say about 2019. I hope this fired you up. I hope you're ready to crush it in 2020. As always, this is the Living Lean Podcast. Thank you for tuning in.